to no one knows college football gambling podcast uh i'm your host connor nolan uh you can find me on twitter at cmeds11 uh giving out weekly picks for college football mostly hopefully we could work into some nfl but uh for right now we're looking at college football you know new new podcasts out there you know same old as the others, giving some insights, see what we like, what lines we have, but ultimately trying to get you guys the best value we see. Um, post picks on uh, Twitter mostly, and then you'll get your insights on the podcast. But right now, going through some reviews of each conference, go through the Big 12 today. I did do ACC, Big Ten, all those, but unfortunately some of them just didn't pan out the way I wanted to recording-wise, and we could just skip that. I'm just going to go through the picks, too, and the next one will be Week Zero coming up this week with some good picks. I mean, nice little warm-up. You got a few RA games with nothing crazy. I mean, Illinois uh, against Wyoming, I definitely like something there, but... uh as we dive into it, we'll get into the next podcast show to do that. But for right now, we're going to focus on the Big 12 preview. And, you know, Big 12, it's, it's one of the weaker ones of this sort. But, I mean, you obviously have SEC that, that dominates everything. And I guess Big 12, Big 10 with Ohio State, you'll get something. But mostly we're just getting SEC. Right now, I don't, I don't think anybody from the Big 12 maybe – get lucky with Texas that they mesh well with Sarkeesian and uh, some of the newcomers they're getting. Hopefully they could uh, spark something, get a team in the college football playoff this year. But to start out, we're going to go through and start with the Baylor Bears. Now they had an impressive 2021 season coming off as Big 12 and Sugar Bowl champs. 12-2 and overall record and 7-2 and in the Big 12. Uh, appearance in the Sugar Bowl being Ole Miss, and we all remember that game with Matt Corral. If he should have played, should have played, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're an athlete. You always want to compete. You want to be the best, but, you know, I see both worlds, you know. On the other side, you have a literal lottery ticket going into the NFL season making millions of dollars, so I get why you would sit out and maybe not risk it, but We'll see how he pans out in the NFL, and hopefully it wasn't um, a, regret, a regret he'll have later on in his career. But nevertheless, Baylor still came out on top, finishing number five in the nation, is expected to have another successful season going into this year. Uh, coach Davis stands 14-9. Uh, overall record defensive-minded coach, you know, with doing some coaching stints at Wisconsin and LSU. Uh, definitely one of the more exciting coaches coming through the ranks in the Big 12. Um, Baylor's preseason ranked number 10 overall in the coaches' poll for the national poll, and then, you know, number three finishing the Big 12 preseason, of course. 
Um, so transportal gains was uh, Jackson player, four-star D lineman from Tulsa, and Josh Way, three-star linebacker from LSU. Uh, also lost their quarterback, though, from a year ago, Jerry Bohannon, uh, to University of South Florida. Now, you'll hear me talk about this a lot, but losing guys and then gaining new guys, it's definitely going to be something a little new dealing with the transfer portal and getting the start right away. You're going to have a lot of newcomers, new, a lot of new guys coming in. And it takes time sometimes with this defense, offensive line, the communications and everything just to get a good mesh with each other for sure and you know build that team chemistry. It's something that we'll talk about a lot because I do think it factors into this guy, these teams' plays, especially in the college ball. Getting that trust with each other, with your coaches, your teammates, it takes a lot. Some of their key returners that will help out is uh, sophomore Chapin. A uh, few games under his belt from last season, a lot of potential. See if he can fill Bohannon's shoes. Um, they have a good defense with a lot of returners as well as uh, O-line filled with veterans. You know, games will definitely be won in the trenches with this team. I just don't think they have anything too exciting at the skill positions, not like they did last year. I mean, Jerry Bohannon, they lose, um, but they also lose both of their starting running backs, uh, Abram Smith to the Saints, and then also Tresson Ebner to the Bears. Uh, also lose number one wide receiver, Tyquan Thornton to the Patriots, and then lose their second wide receiver to Colorado So, as a transfer. So you can see how... Already, you know, going through these transfer portals, you're losing guys also to the NFL, obviously. But, you know, losing, then you get some newcomers coming up. It's tough. But uh, some notable games they're looking for. You know, they're at BYU Week 2. Definitely will shape up to be a very interesting matchup. Cold weather won't play into effect, but will be a good late-night watch. Um, You know, they play at Oklahoma and at Texas to complete the season. Maybe Big 12 comes down to these two at the end. Uh, you know, I don't think Baylor's going to really be there at the end. It's weird because they're, you know, number 10 in the preseason coaches poll. And then the over-under is set at 7.5. Um, you know, I just – I could be number 10 preseason and 7.5 over-under. You're barely making the bowl there, you know. But, uh, you know, I, th- I think I would take the over here. I mean, the under. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, I'm not big into future betting. You know, it's a good way to hedge your bets later on if you, you know, essentially bet on the seven and a half or, you know, bet the over. And it comes down to that one game. You could also hedge your bet. And, you know, it's always a good option. You always want to get that free money. There's no reason not to. Um but I just think that seven and a half seems fishy for a preseason rank at number 10. Um, but on to our next team, you know, I'll go through each team then I'll give you my overall bit of what I think who will come out on top, who the biggest names that we'll look out for. Obviously you know them, but you know, going through these, you don't know the in-depth breakdown of each one because we are going to be betting on each of these teams as they go on. So you want to know, pretty much what their strong points are, what they're going against, what their advantages, disadvantages are. You know, everything we are looking for is value uh, when we're picking games. But our second team we're going to talk about in the Big 12 is Iowa State. And, you know, they had a bit of a disappointment last season for the Cyclones. There was a lot of hype going out, uh, but ended with a 7-6 and record and lost to Clemson in the Cheez-It Bowl. 
had a couple heartbreakers and a couple good wins, most notably uh, Oklahoma State. Biggest losses are obviously Brock Purdy and Brees Hall to the NFL, which leaves a lot of new faces that lead this offense. You know, they get to keep um, senior wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson, you know, and he'll have to pretty much take the lead on this offense, show the new guys and the young guys pretty much, you know, the ropes of how things are running the Big 12 and try to get them, you know, that veteran talking to, veteran experience, try to, you know, coach them up a little bit. But uh, in the preseason poll for the Big 12, they're finished finish number seven. Uh, Coach Matt Campbell will have his hands full this year. 42-34 and 34 overall record as a team with a brand-new identity. You know, and that's the biggest thing is building that chemistry and getting that identity down. Now that you're losing two guys you look up to and Purdy and uh, Hall, you know, losing them, it's a brand-new team. You know, there's no really thinking about them. You, you wish them well, but you got a whole new season, whole new guys that you got you to gotta coach up and get them ready for the season. Um you know, we'll see how he does. He'll do. He'll have a lot of inexperienced guys at some of these skills positions, but uh, you know, I think he's a good coach. I think he'll do okay there. But uh, number seven sounds about right, just with all these uh, newcomers coming in. We'll see how they uh, uh, take to this year, and hopefully they uh, improve for sure. You know, we mentioned Hutchinson, but you also have all linemen: Trevor Downing, Daryl Simmons, and Gerard Gifford. You know, on that offensive line, you got to communicate a lot. It's good to always have guys that are used to each other, can communicate, know their tendencies, and understand, you know, the trust, really, you know, to know their assignments when they're going through uh, each play. But uh, redshirt freshman Hunter Deckers will take the reins at quarterback to fill Bryce Purdy's shoes. You know, he's he's a 6'3", 220, big frame. You know, it'll be interesting to see how he does. We'll see. Still, you know, obviously young, doesn't have a lot of experience. But, uh Big guy. Uh, key losses, you know, some, you know, them all really. It's Birdie and Hall. Uh, you know, they'll have a severe impact to this offense since they were the two main points. But obviously they even had a disappointment year last year, so it couldn't really get much worse. Um, but overall assessment is they'll be a middle-of-the-pack team just like they're um, projected to be. Will most likely beat the teams they're supposed to and lose to the top Big 12 teams. Uh, a lot of road games, you know, Baylor and uh, Oklahoma will be tough. Um, you know, it could be a long season again. But uh, under over set at six and a half. If I were to pick something, it would be the under for this team. But just based on the inexperience and the big losses they had. Uh, moving on to the next team, got TCU, Texas Christian University at Fort Worth. Pretty bad 2021 year, 5-7. and seven. Only notable win was against Baylor. Returning quarterback Max Dugan and a good running back crew with experience gaining four-star transfer, Amani Bailey from the Raging Cajuns of UL Lafayette. Uh, however, they do lose running back Zach Evans to Ole Miss, who split carries with uh, Di Mercado and returns solid receiving crew. Uh, defense return, defensive back, preseason All-Big 12, true. Travis Hodges, Tomlinson, and a few others, but don't expect too much talent. Um, lost a, one of the guy, one of their edge rushers, uh, Ochan Mathis to Nebraska, but pretty much your main returners are Dugan and this uh, running back crew. Not expecting much from the squad, middle of the pack, and might get a nice upset against someone. But looking around 500, you know, over or under is set at six and a half. Could see it go either way. 
Um, Gary Patterson, you know, he's obviously missed by them, but it was time to cut ties. Built the program from the ground up, and unfortunately, you know, it just comes time to move on at one point, you know. And uh, there's only so much you could do. It's like, uh, you know, I'm a big Rutgers guy from New Jersey, so you see Shiano, you always want him here, well, you know, when he first started out. But, uh, you know, he's looking on to other things, and, you know, sometimes it just runs dry, you know. He uh, obviously had NFL ambitions, not like uh, Patterson, but it comes a point in time where you start to plateau, and uh, you just got to move on and try some new things. But uh, they do acquire Sonny Dykes from SMU, who, you know, always has those high-powered SMU teams. And we'll see how he does in the Big 12. He's got a lot of shoes to fill over there in TCU. But um, I think he'll do great things with this program. But we'll see how his first year goes this year. Uh, next team we'll uh, go through is Texas Tech. Finished 2021 season 7-6. and six. Bringing back Tyler Shuck, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, you know, started out 3-0 until he went down with a broken collarbone that ended his season. Notably, notably beat Houston the first game of the year and Iowa State later on in the year. Made an appearance to the uh, AutoZone Liberty Bowl against uh, Mike Leach and the Mississippi Bulldogs and won the game 34-7. Absolutely destroyed them. But uh, Tech... Tech has not announced a starter for this year, but I would imagine it'd be senior Tyler Shuck. He'll take the team, and although Donovan Smith will give him a run for his money in a close quarterback offseason matchup, I think Texas Tech, um, you know, they'll go with uh, Shuck. They do open up with uh, Murray State, then take on Houston for the rematch from last season at home, and then at NC State, who which will be a tough team this year. That is going to be a tough game. But a couple notable non-conference games to start out with, um, you know, before heading into conference play. But the NCC team is going to be a tall order for sure. Um, Joey McGuire heading into this, his first head coaching gig in college football. Previously, Baylor, assistant head coach for a few years before coming to the Red Raiders. A lot of high hopes for a new coach in Texas State football, especially over in Lubbock. Uh, he will have a little more help as they bring in offensive coordinator Zach Little from Western Kentucky, who was the number one uh, passing offensive team from uh, last season. So, you know, you know how Texas Tech is. They like to throw the ball a lot. They like the high-powered offenses, scoring points. Fortunately, no defense. I remember I was down in uh, Texas last year. I saw Texas Tech in Texas, and I think the game was like, I don't know, 70 to like 40 or something. So, you know how Big 12 is. None of them really play defense, just high-powered offenses, and that's how I think Texas Tech will be again. Um, but not much news in the transporter. Just gained a four-star O-lineman Cole Spencer from Western Kentucky, probably coming over with Zach Little. But uh, some key returners are coming back with is uh, Shuck and um, uh, Donovan Smith, but, you know, still remains to be seen who will be uh, the starting quarterback. Um, they also return uh, Brooks and Thompson for running back crew, uh, which should open up the passing game. You know, get some runs in there, show them you, you're not afraid to, you know, you just don't throw the ball, but running game established, and it should open up the uh, air attack. But uh, also return uh, defensive back Adrian Fry to help bolster the secondary. And obviously I just mentioned it, but uh, defensive-wise, they're never really that strong. I'm not expecting too much this season either. 
Um, but some key losses are the top two wide receivers from a year ago and Zunkanma and Geiger to the NFL. And on the defensive end, they lose linebackers Colin Schuler and Rico Jeffers. But looks like the same old Texas Tech Red Raiders high-powered offense. They'll put up points and yards and overall great show, but the opposing offenses will be doing the exact same thing. Uh, this year, over-under is set at 5.5. My pick would be the over, as this team can win some games and get a bowl game, but we'll be close. Um, you know, moving on to Texas Longhorns out of uh, good old Austin, Texas. If you've ever been there, highly recommend it. Or have you, if you've never gone there, highly recommend it. Went there for a bachelor party, great time. But uh, definitely a new and up-and-coming city. I could see definitely some pro teams moving there one day as the city grows because it's definitely, it's definitely a very good time, especially if you're young. But uh, in Texas's 2021 season, Definitely disappointing, unfortunately, to say this sounds like the same tune every year with them. High expectations, but nothing to show for it. I've made a few bowl appearances and one, but I think Texas football is looking for the college football appearance just like any other school. You know, honestly, who cares about the Valero Alamo Bowl? I think they were in. But with the big news of Quinn Ewers joining um this offense, five-star quarterback from Ohio State, made the transfer to Texas and could turn things around for this Longhorns team, something they knew needed for a while. I guess they had Ellinger a few years get back, but definitely not a five-star like Quinn here. But uh, we'll see how he does. I haven't been able to see him play since he's definitely been behind some guys. But uh, Longhorns were very busy in the transport with some gains at wide receiver and a few defensive additions, but also lost a few four-star players on defense and offensive end. But uh, they do return star running back Bijan Robinson, who rushed for over a 1,000 yards last season. Also return wide receiver Xavier Worthy and bring back Dien Ogulfo and linebacker Overshone. Return eight of the 11 starters on defense, which is huge. You know, keep, keep telling you about this Big 12, you know, Anybody with a defense who's uh, have some experience is definitely a uh, advantage in here. But some of the key losses: two offensive linemen and defensive back Thompson and Schuler, and also lose Dicker, the kicker. I mean, Dicker was always solid for them, and losing him could hurt them in some close, high-pressure games. You know, some of those kickers are huge. You know, you see in the NFL every year, so they don't definitely don't get the scrutiny like the NFL does. But uh, they are very important. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian heading into his second season at Texas and, you know, making over a $6 million a year contract with a uh, five and seven first year is definitely not something the Longhorns want to see. Guy definitely knows how to run an offense, but there's a difference between being a coordinator and being a head coach. Still needs to prove he could be the head coach. Uh, under over is set at eight and a half, which be his close as they face off against Bam early on, but do have a good schedule with home and away games that should favor the Longhorns. I believe they'll achieve the over of the 8.5 if they stay healthy. With the talent level the Big 12 is in right now, I see Oklahoma State and Texas facing off in Big 12 championship right now, but a preseason number 18 ranking and number 1 in the Big 12 preseason rank should be quite the spectacle to watch this year. Um, you know, you're bringing in some new guys for sure, but these are some highly talented talented guys, and you do have Sarkeesian as your coach. You know, a very good coordinator, but 
the head coach, him being the head coach, we'll see how he adjusts or has all these guys adjust and uh, playing with each other. Um, next team is going to be the Oklahoma Sooners. You know, we all know the news: Lincoln Riley leaving, bringing Caleb Williams with him to USC. They also lose two big wide receivers, Mary Williams and Cody Jackson. This will be a different year for the Sooners and what to expect. You know, we'll see. Tough losses to Baylor and uh, Oklahoma State uh, sent them to the Alamo Bowl against Oregon, where they won 47-32 for Lincoln Riley's last game. Um, new head coach taking the reins, Brent Venables, D.C. from uh, Clemson. Takes over as his first college football head coaching gig, so we'll see. We'll see how things shape up. I mean, everything's new, everything's fresh with this team, so it's going to be, you know, that's why I'm not too high on them this year. It's kind of remains to be seen what they could do. But uh, only returning four starters on defense and scored a few transfers. This could be a work in progress for him, but could bring a new identity to this defense and to this team. Um, they do return D tackle Jalen Redman and a couple defensive backs in the secondary, so hopefully they can put this team together with some good coaching. Uh, you know, he definitely knows how to run defense over there, so we'll see how he does and has good experience being in high-pressure games and big games, you know, championship games. Um, Dylan Gabriel, Gabriel will most likely be the starter for the um, 2022 season, transfers from uh, UCF Central Florida. Uh, solid quarterback that should have some success against some of the Big 12 defenses, but definitely, you know, these defenses are better than the AAC def defenses he's seen, like, I don't know, Tulsa going against SMU or, you know, Houston, any of those teams, they all stink. And again, a lot of new faces on this team. Could take a few games to get the team chemistry together. A few games early on can boost the team confidence, but over-under is set at 9.5. Not one I would touch, but could see it going under. But also think the Big Twelve is that sh is a little stronger this year. So, or I'd say weaker, just because any teams could really beat anybody here. I think, except for maybe like Oklahoma State and Texas. But some of these other teams, like I could see Oklahoma losing some key games that uh, will put them at that under of nine and a half. Uh, moving on to West Virginia preseason. Uh, to finish number nine in the Big 12. You know, 2021 season, 6-7, and seven, made a bowl appearance against Minnesota and lost 18-6 to six in the guaranteed rate bowl, whatever the fuck they name these things these days. I don't get it. Something new every fucking day. But uh, I guess it's whoever will cough up the money and they'll take it. So then you get your name on it. But uh, 2021 starting, uh, or starting quarterback uh, Jared Doge leads for Western Kentucky. A lot of high hopes for this season, Western Kentucky for sure. I mean, they do lose their offensive coordinator who was supposed to be, you know, uh, a guru and definitely helped them out, but we'll see how they do with, uh, um, with the upcoming season on their end. But uh, they also lose their lead rusher, uh, Letty Brown, and a couple starting wide receivers. Uh, you know, we're looking at a new offense led by JT Daniels from Georgia. Uh, at least they have an incoming quarterback from the SEC with experience that can help him bring this team into fruition. But, uh, you know, he has experience in big games. So I don't think he's anything too special that will, you know, bring him to a big college football playoff or anything. But, uh, you know, he'll definitely win him some games. Uh, 
has some more returns on defense with an old veteran group that will be able to lift this team and keep them in games with D linemen, uh, Dante Stills and defensive back Charlie Woods leading this defense. Uh, under over set at five and a half, and will probably be right around here with your every year win against Kansas, but also have a couple easier games to win. But if I were a betting man, which I am, I would take the under. Will be a tough go around as they play away against Pitt and oh, always a tough um, game against uh, Virginia Tech away. So very good fan base. You know, always remember them showing up during the Big East days at Rutgers. Uh, playing even you know, playing at Rutgers, they travel really well. So you know, they definitely do have a good fan base and a good following. I'll always put respect on them, especially you know, it's always sad to see the Big East break up, but being you know, in the Big 12 and then Rutgers to the Big 10 is definitely a smart move. Um, moving on to Kansas State, 7-5 and five in the 2021 season with appearance in the Tax te- tax Act Texas Bowl against LSU and beat their ass 42-20. Bit of a QB showdown we have uh, between transfer Adrian Martinez and Will Howard. Adrian Martinez coming over from Nebraska, but... Uh, um, they, they're, they're going to take over for uh, Thompson, who went to the NFL. You know, that'll play, but uh, got drafted in the seventh round. Um, you know, best of luck to him. I always thought he was a good competitor over at uh, Kansas State, but uh, got somebody else who's going to have to lead this offense now, Martinez or Howard. Uh, but the biggest return is uh, running back Deuce Vaughn, who's a throw on the ground and also gets receptions. Um, the preseason rank. Preseason rank is at number six to finish in the Big 12, and sounds about right as they did lose Thompson, uh, who was a big part of this team, and they do return offensive linemen uh, Trevor Downing and Cooper Beeb, who can provide that protection for Martinez, who's a very good scrambling quarterback, likes to run a lot. So it's good that if he gets protection, you know, if there's any broken plays and he could run it out, it'll definitely help him. Uh, but on defense, they do return uh, – Uzuma, D lineman, Daniel Green, linebacker, and uh, defensive back Julius Brent to help lead this defense. Uh, Chris Lyman returns in his fourth season as head coach and has a very impressive overall head coaching record at uh, 92 and 29 with uh, stints at North Dakota State and Northern Iowa. But you know this isn't D1 AA. This is the big leagues now. So we see we'll see how he does going into his uh, fourth year now. You know, playing at this big boy level, you're not you're playing, you know, Kansas, who's probably at that D one double A level. But you know, when you go against these top teams, it's uh, it's a lot different setting than it was in the D one double A days. But uh, they're over under is set at six and a half. You know, I go under on this one. They play Oklahoma away, and I could see them losing to like say an Iowa State or West Virginia since they're away games too. So it's um. I'll have high hopes for this Kansas State team. Maybe we'll see how it goes uh, during the year. We'll keep an eye on them, just like every other team. Um, moving on to Oklahoma State, coming off the great 2021 season and a win against Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Fortunately, lost to Baylor in the Big 12 title game, but still finished 12-2 and and returned Spencer Sanders to lead the offense again. Uh, they do lose a couple offensive players uh, at uh running back Warren and uh, Martin wide receiver, but do return Richardson to take over running back duties. Uh, We all know Mike Gundy will have his team ready and fired up and will be number 12 in the nation entering the 2022 season. They start off 
they probably will start off with a 3-0 start, and that would be a disappointment if they didn't, but we'll have a tough matchup at Baylor early on and then at Oklahoma in the second-to-last game of the season. They also return uh, defensive lineman Colin Oliver and defensive back Jason Taylor to lead their successful defense from a year ago. And it definitely, and it was the number one defense in the Big 12 uh, in 2021 season. And this will end up being a very tough matchup at the end of the year, as I believe this will come down to Oklahoma State and Texas for the Big 12 title. Feeling is uh, Oklahoma State, since they have the experience, you know, they're looking for that. Uh, Pretty much that uh, that revenge game. I don't think we'll see Baylor there, but they definitely want that championship from a year ago. And I think Texas, it's going to have a lot of talent on their end. Probably more talented than Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State, you know, returns a lot of guys. They got Sanders back. It's going to be a tough um, tough go around for them if it's in the Big Twelve title game. You know, I think it'll shape up to be a great game. Uh, Over under set at eight and a half and I would take the over on this. As I said, they'll start 3-0 and and do not have many tough away games besides Baylor and Oklahoma. So, you know, I'll take the over on that one. As I do suspect, they'll be in the Big 12 title game with Texas. Um, so last and uh, very least is the your Kansas Jayhawks, a basketball school and definitely not known for football. place where uh, it's just a hole where careers go to die, just like Charlie Weiss's, unfortunately. Highlight to their season was being Texas in overtime and how embarrassing for Texas and this Longhorn team just uh, losing to a Kansas team in overtime is just... And then going 17 or getting a win against South Dakota, 17-14. to 14, That's their uh, two wins from their 2021 season. Uh, they do return most of their starters but do not have many cupcakes uh, on their schedule except for Tennessee Tech. And Duke, I guess, over under set two and a half. Would probably go the over, the under since I can't count on them for anything. I'll probably stay away from them all year since all the spreads will be ridiculous. But uh, my overall assessment, you know, I've been saying that it's just going to be, I think the two teams are going to be Oklahoma State and Texas going into the, um, into the Big 12 title game. Uh, you know, Texas and even like regular, the uh, the Sooners, somewhat newer teams, you know, they need time to mesh together. They need time to work together, communicate, get used to each other, trust. They always say it, trust. And uh, I think Texas is definitely a little more ahead of them. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas will have that talent. They got uh, Ewers and Sarkeesian leading them. And that's uh, it's going to be two big players coming into the season. Um I'm still, I think I'm still going to take Oklahoma State to win uh, as they seem to be more seasoned, more experienced. They get it. They've been here before. You know, and they're looking for that win. Dark Horse teams, I guess, would be Texas Tech. You know, I saw spurts of uh, Shuck from last year, and, you know, they they do have a great offense. They could get it done, but uh, we'll see how uh, we'll see how it shapes out. But uh, my pick for winning Oklahoma State will be or winning the Big 12 will be Oklahoma State. Um, but that will do it for uh, your Big 12 season preview by Nolan Knows, first podcast ever. Hopefully many more to come, but uh, you'll just start getting the weekly picks, weekly breakdowns um, from here on out. 
Uh, and I hope you guys tune in coming up this week for week zero. Like I said, we got some uh, matchups coming up that uh, definitely catch my eye. We'll see Illinois, Wyoming review, um, Nebraska, Northwestern over in Ireland. That is a big spread, 13 points. You also have um, North Texas and Utah in UTEP. That's a big, uh, big uh, conference USA game right there. Nevada, and then your late night games. You have Nevada at New Mexico State, minus nine, and then Vanderbilt at Hawaii, minus six and a half at 10:30 p.m. So, got a few games leading us off into the college football season. Um, should have the next podcast out probably Thursday coming up, and then. You know, the week after is when we'll start getting into the nitty-gritty of Thursday games, Friday games, and Saturday games. Um, You know, big Labor Day weekend coming up. So tune in. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Hope you guys come back. You know, I'll be posting on Twitter. Hopefully leave some comments. Um, You know, be involved. But I appreciate the listen, and uh, tune in next week.